The following program is produced and powered by straightradio.com. Hip-hop is consists of a few two elements. You got the rap, DJs, the B-boys, the style of dress, and the graffiti. It's Soul Sonic Biggs with Let's Talk Hip-Hop, the podcast. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Let's Talk Hip Hop, the podcast. And I'm Mr. Biggs, a.k.a. Soul Sonic Biggs, and I got my man, my brother with me, my man, Charlie R-O-C-K, in the city, working, working on, on your body. body. And Mr. Got, Biggs, ooh. Yes, sir, yes, sir. And we got TK, TK with the wine of the week. He's back from Virginia. I'm and we back. got a very, 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 very <laughs> special guest this week, Charlie, who we got? Oh, man, we have the queen. We have the queen. The first female MC of hip-hop. None other than my girl, the legendary Shah Rock of the Funky Four Plus One More. And if you're not familiar with that, she is the Plus One More, a true <laughs> pioneer and legend in the um, annals of hip-hop history, the very beginnings. And she's got a lot of fantastic projects going on. And, you know, she's got a lot to tell us. And, I mean... She's an old friend of myself and of Mr. Biggs. We know her for many, many, many years. Many so, years. Yeah, many years. yeah. So it's going to be an absolute pleasure and honor to have the queen, the first female MC of hip-hop, the legendary Shaw Rock, on the Mr. Biggs Let's Talk Hip-Hop podcast today. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to her, man. She's a cool sister, always been a beautiful sister. She don't bite her tongue. She's crazy on that mic. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking forward to you know, seeing what she's doing today, man. But Charlie, man, more important, how was your week, man? My week was very good. Kind of was busy at a conference this week uh, up in Albany, a provider conference. And, uh, you know, I'm looking for, I'm counting down. I'm on the the closing moments of the age of 58. We yeah. The, the clock strikes 12 at midnight and the end of 58 and the beginning of 59. Oh, man. Yes, Early indeed. happy birthday, Charlie Rock. Happy birthday, right. Uncle Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, nephew. And Mr. Biggs, my brother. Hey, we, we take for granted how, how long we we known each other and rode with each other. Yeah. Damn near 50-something, 40, 45. 45 years man, almost. That's yeah. that's crazy, man. And Absolutely. Just enjoying life, man, and. How was your week, uh, TK? How was Virginia, man? Man, Virginia was good. It was hot. It was just too hot. <laughs> that, that weather is crazy. That's that old country weather right there. But it was good. We got a lot of work done. That's what's Went up. Went and saw some family out there. It was good times. That's what's up. That's all what's right, up. All right, all right. Happy you got back safely, too, nephew. Yeah. It was crazy, though, because it was a little little problem in Washington. Somehow the train track was, was in like tighten up on like enough and yeah. they had to stop in Washington. We had like a two hour layover in Washington. Wow. Because they had to take the train off and put the train back on and that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> that's, some, that's some crazy shit. Yeah, I, was like, totally I was crazy. like, leave it to me to have to be on that train. Yeah, that's some <laughs> bullshit. That's man. hilarious. Listen, I'm complaining about my little one hour, what was it, 50 minute delay that I had today coming from Albany. And then, you know, it's like that whole thing I complained about not having no shoes till I met a man with no feet. Yeah. I complained about a late train till nephew TK talked about almost being derailed, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I got to put my stuff in perspective there. Yeah, man. I was thinking, <clears throat> we, we complaining, man. I'm complaining about 
I was looking at something on Facebook. I'm trying not to get too much into the Facebook because they be posting some bullshit. And hopefully this was some bullshit that this um, preacher was charging folks $500 to go to heaven. He was selling tickets. <laughs> selling tickets to go to heaven. And the sad part about that shit is people probably was buying. I'm sure people was buying. See, they, they, they go at the old folks with that bullshit, man. Yes. And that, you know, not all preachers, just not like all offices are fucked up. All preachers ain't fucked up. But I don't fuck with preachers because the yeah. good preachers know who the fucked up preachers is and they don't say shit. Absolutely. And then it had a, a few years ago, another preacher was um, selling Jesus' bloods for $2, uh, $2, $200 a gallon. <laughs> you know what makes me laugh about that? Do you remember when we were younger, like like teenagers and, and even younger, early teens? Reverend Ike. Reverend Ike. Remember him? Change at the service make me nervous. Yeah, That's exactly, exactly. And he was selling the prayer cloths. The prayer cloths. I think cloth. like, what was that, $100 or something like that? We're talking about like a, a, a handkerchief. $100? Yeah. I tell you, yeah. I tell you me, me and my wife and I used to get some battle because they, they belong to the Reverend Ike Church. Really? Wow. And we used some battle. Oh, man, because I'm just not. Only time I go to church is if one of my homies dies, somebody dies, and they ain't at the church. I go. Understood. I don't deal with church. I, I don't need the middle. To me, church is the middle man. Like, the preacher is the middle man. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I talk to God myself. Exactly. I don't need your help. I talk to God. He blessed me this yeah. much. And yeah. I talk to God like them guys. But all that, and all that's fine, man, because between prostitution and that priesthood, that, that shit has been the biggest racket for years. Oh, yeah, forever. Forever. And, 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 and alcohol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hose-ass, risky glass in the word. And like I said, some, some, of them, some of them are really good. You know, some of them preach, you know, preach the word the way – but when you start asking people for five hundred dollars for tickets to go to heaven, man, I yeah. mean, that's a bat to the face, man. Stop it, man. Like, absolutely, that's straight. And I, and he got locked up for that shit. Yeah, I don't blame him. But you know, the next time I do hear about it, I'm going to get me a few in advance and then uh, bootleg them for a thousand. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm. Gonna do. He's fresh out of the five hundred dollar ones, but unfortunately for you, I happen to have twenty left, <laughs> and they're going for a cool thousand. Each. And you're going to be right at the pearly gate. You don't got to wait on no line. You ain't even got to wait on line. That's right. You can oh, jump the line. <laughs> God going to get us, man. But man, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, God forgive, it, it, God forgive us. Yeah, God forgive absolutely. Us. absolutely. But getting back to Shaw Rock, man, you know, the Funky Four, they did their thing back then. They did a lot of shows, you know, and uh, they represented hip-hop from – Day one. Absolutely. You, you know, know, it's funny. And when Shaw comes on, she'll be able to corroborate the story. And I don't want to really steal her thunder or let her tell the story. But I remember when Shaw actually auditioned for Breakout in the Funky 4 Plus One. And, you know, it was uh, very interesting. Because um, you think about it, the only female MC wasn't was our sister, Queen Kenya, Amber, Pepsi, Amber Carter, better known as Pepsi from the Spades. And she was actually with the original group of BAM's MCs, they weren't called the funk, um, the Soul Sonic Force yet, and obviously the only original member is my compatriot sitting right over here to the left of me, Mr. Biggs, you know what I mean? But at the time it was him, uh, Russell Stevens, Cowboy, and Pepsi, Pepsi Queen, Queen Kenya. Kenya. Yep. And that's the original lineup of what ev would eventually become the Soul Sonic Force MCs. So, but there really weren't any female MCs, and so... You know, one day we're uptown, and if you know, Breakout is from up our way up here. 
and the word got out that, you know, yo, you know, Breakout's got these female MCs, man, and they this and that and the other, and like, they're going to be at the party now. Now, we didn't realize they were auditioning. We just knew we had these female MCs. And I come to the party, and I see Shaw, who I remember because she was a B-girl, too. So that's a whole other thing that she'll talk about. And another young lady who called herself MC Lois Lane. I remember MC Lois Lane. Because she was only for that party. She okay. auditioned with her. And I think she found or decided that being Breakout's girlfriend had a little more upside to it than being MC Lois Lane. And oh, so no she became... That, all right, that's why the name, because the, the name is definitely familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, her name is Mootsie. Was Mootsie. Mootsie. Exactly. Was, well, was Mootsie on that track? It was a track team back then. I don't know if we, the PAL uh, track team. Yeah, what that the uh, what are they the Roll Runners? I don't remember if that was their name know, or not. It might have been. I know they were uptown. I think it was the Roll Runners. Uh huh. And and they ran against the project back then. You know the project. Yeah, yeah. Everybody you had a project had a team. That's right. And they, yo, they were just blowing everybody out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I think she was down with that track team. Let's see. It's possibility because she was you know strong like that. She had sisters. A girl on uh, Mackie and everything. yeah, Mackie. Yeah, then she was definitely, and then was another brother. I don't know. I think Mackie used to go with this cat. He was fast as hell too. I Lanza his, probably. I forgot his name. Well, I know she wanted marrying Lanza. There was another on the track team named Wayne Matthews. He was on the track team definitely with the PAL, and they went to the PAL right, over right. Forty Seven Precinct. Right. And um, yeah, so she was MC Lois Lane. And she was only for that party, I guess, like I said, she decided. But Shaw, you know, had them skills, and she stayed with it. And, you know, the rest is history, as they say. And Shaw will tell you a lot more about that. But we go back that far. And as you said, beautiful sister. Yeah. Beautiful sister. Oh, That's my gorgeous. girl. Everybody used to look at her like, Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Who her boyfriend? Exactly. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Because even with that, because she was beautiful, I never looked at her in the way of a lustful thing. You know, I mean, listen, we... You got to think about when we were the Zulu Kings now, we, we, we are the first celebrities of, of hip-hop. I mean, not just us, but other people too. But, I mean, when there was no industry, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And so we had the perks that came with that. That means, you know, we had girls in every project. And, and, except for Mr. Biggs. Let me say that very quickly. Oh, yeah. Except for Mr. Biggs. One. Yeah, he had his from day one. You hear that, Mrs. Biggs? <laughs> Not him. It was us. Yeah, I don't want to have to have my brother. Hey, yo, it was three bad joints <laughs> in the Bronx River. Dana. Yes. My sister, Vanessa. Yes. And Pat, the girl I'm married. You know, there you go. The baddest in, in yeah, they, 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 were, they were cutie pies. They were cute. And Vanessa, for obvious reasons, was off limits because we didn't want to have to be bothered with Mr. Biggs. You know, we not. <laughs> come on, man. She's fine, but it ain't worth a black eye, man. Come on. It's just not, man. It's just not. And, and I mean, Vanessa's like a sister to me. I, I love her to death. We're very close. And, again, on this side, it was Shaw Rock. But it was always like she was one of us. You know what I mean? Like, one of the – she wasn't one of us because she was a beautiful-looking woman. Mm -hmm. But still in all, she carried herself in a way – where you just dug her. She was just real cool people. Cool people yeah, she you know? Cool people. And, and she could have been a really stuck-up person if she chose to be. You know what I mean? And I really believe that's that's kind of either a part of your character ordinarily. You know what I mean? Fame doesn't do that to everybody. That's for sure. You know what I mean? And they are the first hip-hop group to appear on national television. Yep. On Saturday Night Live. Yep. They are the wow. very first ones. Wow. So she's a pioneer 
and a legend in, in more ways than one. So, man, on that note, stick around, fam, and we'll be back with Shaw Rock. That's right. You keep it right there. So Sonic Base, let's talk hip hop. The portion of this production has been brought to you by Mr. Big's Wines, along with Mr. Big's Wines and Sun Corp. We'll be right back with Soul Sonic Biggs and Let's Talk Hip Hop. I want to let y'all know this was brought to you by Mr. Biggs Wines. And I'm Mr. Biggs from the legendary group, the Soul Sonic Force. And I can honestly say I'm one of the true founders of this billion-dollar industry called hip hop. Through it all, I have been very fortunate to travel the world, enjoy some fine things in life, the finer things in life, that is. During that time, I acquired a taste of fine wine. One day while I was relaxing, sipping on a nice glass of wine, I realized that I'm part of a new generation that just started appreciating the presence of fine wine. Yes, the early hip-hop generation is now enjoying fine wine. Millions of people throughout the world who grew up on hip-hop now enjoy the great taste of fine wine. That's that Mr. Big's wine. So when I came up with the idea to create the first wine of hip-hop, Mr. Big's Wines, I started off with my wife's favorite, the Moscato. And now we have five flavors that you can choose from. Visit my website at mrbigswines.com to order your bottles today. Everybody in the street, the street, the street. get down to the fucking beat. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. All right, all right. So, uh, Mr. Biggs, what about your, uh, you asked me about my weekend. You know, I don't ever get to ask you about yours. How was your oh, week, my brother? Was, man, mine was good, man. Mine was good. Great, you know, got my new shipment of wine coming in. Fantastic. Can't <laughs> wait to move that. Okay, okay. And everything's good, man. You know, at the gym, working out, staying fit. You're looking well, brother. You're looking well. Yeah, do what I do. All right, all right. So, I, you know, I'm really looking forward to this interview with my girl, the luminary icon, better known as Shah Rock. And, you know, I, I use that terminology because uh, she's got a lot of good stuff to tell us, man, coming up. She's got a whole lot of good stuff. I was sworn to secrecy, so therefore, you know, I have actually kept my word, and, and, and I want to make sure that my sister Shah Rock knows that I kept my word. So, Shah Rock, if you're hearing me, I kept my word, Shah. Are you there? I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I, I'm. I'm gonna keep my word too. Okay. <laughs> yes, indeed. You are but, now. But I'm excited about it. <laughs> Absolutely. For those of you in, in, in let's talk hip hop land, you are now in the presence of the luminary icon, better known as the legendary Shah Rock, Shah the first Rock. female MC of hip hop. What's going on, my sister? Hold on, hold on, Charlie. Tell them that again, so they won't. Uh, oh, listen, okay, I say will... It I, say it again, Charlie. Say it again. Say it again. You are in again. the presence of hip-hop royalty because you are talking to none other than the luminary icon, better known as MC Shah Rock. The first, not second, third, last, the first female MC of hip-hop. How was that one, Shah Rock? Thank you so much. It's a true interest, but it was a good interest. You, um, you know, for all your audience that's out there, you know, I say much respect. Um, I'm in the presence of royalty as well. You, you, Mr. Biggs, we go way back, and I'm honored, you know, to be on your show and 
on your podcast and really just try to enlighten your fans or your listeners as to what's going on with MC Shah Rock. Fantastic. But before we get started, Shah, I just need to know your definition of hip-hop. You know what? The thing is, is that for me, we're not going to tell our age, right? No. But I was talking to Charlie earlier, you know, and I told him, I said, listen, it does not matter what what age you are, you know, where you're from, what, you know, uh, what your background or race or anything. To me, hip-hop has always been about your heart, what you feel in it. We're from the South Bronx, so we know what, what the elements of the culture meant to us. Right. And so when, for me, for hip-hop, my definition is what I do every day for the last, I ain't going to tell you my age, for the <laughs> last years that I have been living, even in law enforcement. I told um, Charlie today that I just um, retired from law enforcement today. And to this day, I'm still hip-hop because I carry it in my soul. I carry all the elements that I represent. I, I mean, I was telling Charlie, it is so hard to explain. People, So many people have the different definitions of what hip-hop means. For me, for me, I, I think that if anybody is a true head and anybody that stated they represent hip-hop to the fullest and they represent all elements of hip-hop, it's something that you live, you have lived, you continue to live, and if you know and you serve all of those elements, that's what hip-hop is. You don't stop at any age, you know, to say, okay, well, I'm not hip-hop no more. I'm, I'm old. You know, I, I can't do it no more. Those <laughs> no, elements and the no. way that you live and the way that you sleep and you breathe and you respect it stay with you. It will stay with you continuously throughout your life. But I don't know what nobody else feels, but I know that's what I feel. That's what's For up. me, hip-hop is like one of, one of the songs. Like I was, I was going to, to work today, the last day. You know, um, that, that I work in law enforcement and I just turned on James Brown, Sex Machine. Mm. I was like, man, that's hip hop. That's you know right. Where well, you can still hear a song like that and you feel it. You get that you same feel feeling. It. I definitely know Ooh, what you mean. Oh, man, you don't understand. But y'all know. Yes, we do. Y'all know. Yes, we do. Y'all know. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, what, yeah, what, um, when did you first get started um, emceeing? When did, you, when, you, when did you get down with the Funky Four? Okay, so let me let me t- let me take it let me take you back because a lot of people don't know the history, and um, Big, you and Charlie, we go way back, and you know back then we never talk about who was first, what we did, right, when that, we did it, or whatever, sure. because it was never a, ne- a necessity. Because everybody that came up in the era that we came up with, we thought you knew. If you was out there with us, <laughs> you know you didn't have to explain it. Exactly, because that's a good point. You didn't have to tell your story. So I'm 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 gonna break it down because like I said I never had to I never thought that I had to explain it until I was in Germany, came back, people was like, man, you know, you you hear all these kind of stories. So let me tell you, for me, and I was in junior high school. I started out as a beat girl in 1976. In in uh, September of '76, I I lived downtown on 165th and Washington Avenue in the Bronx. But I went to school uptown in Evander on Gun Hill Road. Right. So I used to travel from up, yeah, I used to travel from, you know, uh, from, from downtown to uptown. And so I, I was a B-girl already going around, you know, to the different part, um, you know, to the different parts. You know, even though I lived on 165th in Washington, I used to go up to 169th, which is called the 9 in Washington, you know, um, during, when I was in junior high school. 
to, um, you know, bring decks with some of the guys that I went to school with, you know, in junior high school and their cousins are going not. So now when I go to Evander, you know, in, in 1976, um, September 76, the end of 70, I was in there for almost a year so that, um, in Evander High School. So the end of 77, the beginning of 78, I auditioned for to be, uh, you know, an MC for the Brothers Disco, which was... Um, you know, organization that was made up, you know, of, of guys, you know, DJ Breakout, DJ Barron, and um, the Funky Four wasn't even formed yet. Mm. So when I auditioned, yeah, when I auditioned, you know, I, I auditioned in Breakout uh, Basement, DJ Breakout's basement up in the Uptown Bronx. So now the only people, the only person that, that um, Breakout and Barron had was K.K. Rockwell. He was going right. by the voice of K.K. Rockwell. And yes. then sometimes... You know, he was like really like the only MC, MC. So I auditioned, you know, that time I went with a young girl by the name of Mussy that was my friend in Evander. So even before we formed the Funky Four, Take It was there. And then it was Keith Keith, and I was the third member. But I was still rhyming with them. The Funky Four had not formed yet. You know, but so we, we were not a group, but take your name every now and then, you know, they would just put take your names on it. Just like Big, sometimes they wouldn't even... You, I know you was one of the first uh, MCs for Bam and, and also Charlie Watt, but they would name, there was also thousands of people that used to get on that mic, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying, yeah. with, with, with Bam. You know, you remember Taste, you know, but everybody wasn't on the microphone. You would just get on there and perform. So for me, going back to the question, my the time that I came into the game was it, as an MC was late 77, you know, beginning of 78. Once again, the Funky Four had not been formed. The Funky Four didn't get formed until like the the middle of '78 uh, when um, that's when Raheem came. So first yes. it was Keith, I mean Take uh, It Rockwell, then Keith Keith, then myself, and then Raheem, who later went to Grandmaster Flash. We were the original Funky Four, that's right. but we weren't calling the Funky Four until Raheem came on. But we were still emceeing it. Yeah, that makes sense. It's funny because I had told Mr. Biggs, and you and I, we've talked and laughed about that, about Absolutely. when we first heard that Breakout had female MCs, and I was at the right. audition in the club. I think it was either the Monterey mm-hmm. or yes. the Quarter yes. Moon. And, you yes. know, it was you and, as I've told people, Mutsi, who was known Mutsi. as yes. MC I, Lois I Lane. I about it in a book, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. And, she and that's was, the truth. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when Biggs was talking, I said, he said, well, I don't remember how. I said she was only there for that one party. And I said, yep. And I said, I think she found maybe a little more percentage in being Breakout's girlfriend. And, and, that's, and what that's what it was. He didn't want her at the party where he, where she could see what he was doing. You know uh, what I'm saying? So that, that was the whole thing. But unless you were there, you know what I'm saying? And that time, the only difference with, with, um, you know, Big Big was doing his own thing. But Charlie came. You you came up town a lot, and then yeah. you traveled a lot, so you knew. What was going on? So Absolutely. unless you get big, you know how people, and I know you heard the stories. People, ah, you know, they always want to align their stuff with, with you. They always <laughs> want to align their stuff with Charlie. Yes. The, the magic year is, oh, I was there 77, because that's what everybody else is saying. So yeah. people try to align their stuff in that, in that time frame to solidify themselves and say, okay, well, if that person is saying it, then I'm allowing myself to because that's the golden year. But it cannot be the golden year if nobody ain't never see you out there. And then people like to say, oh, you know what? Just because you live in downtown or you lived in Bronx River or you lived in a Lambert Project or you live in there, 
You didn't know what I was doing because you lived uptown or you didn't live in my area. So I say to every listener that was out there, and I'm not taking nothing from everybody, that is bull crap. You know why? Because I was a B-boy, I mean B-girl. Charlie, you was a B-boy. So you knew if that person was out there rhyming or that person was a, B, a B-boy at some time, you would have seen that person. Or at least nobody, heard about Or at least heard about known. them. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. Don't let nobody tell y'all that. Don't let nobody tell you, well, because you was in that part of town, that's why you didn't know who I was because I hear. But I lived in every section of the Bronx. These are things that we've never talked about, right, Charlie? Amongst anybody because we didn't have to. You didn't have to, exactly. Until people started lying. Yeah. A big right. Yeah, I mean. started telling their own stories. It's crazy because I basically, I saw so many people come through the door and then I talked to them and they'd be like, well, I've been doing this. Since 74 and 73, I'm like, I wasn't doing so it in 73. Yeah. If I wasn't doing it head, in right? 73 and 70, because everybody's got this. Seven, that's why I like to talk to people when they, they start saying the true dates, like yeah. 70, right. um, 7, 76. Right. Those are the true it dates. There wasn't nobody doing nothing. Anyone, even nobody. Okay, like, let's just say, um, uh, let's give the, you know, uh, uh, the, some of the, um, let's say Coke Rock, you know. Yes. Uh, yes. Even in 76, uh, you know what? It was. It was no. It wasn't. Kumplabak is is the MC. He yes, is. That's yes, what he is. Absolutely. But when we're talking about the rhyming aspect, we're oh, that didn't exist. This, it didn't exist. No. But so somebody that say seventy three, even seventy four, even seventy five. Let's give it B boys, B girls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. But no former MC don't do that. No, and I know even, y'all, even if y'all holding a podcast, y'all should hold them accountable and don't allow nobody to continue to lie absolutely right. and don't shut them down. Because even that, even in 74, you know, when I started with, with band, because we always play music before rumbles and shit out the window True. and all that shit. Yeah. True. And, True. and when niggas started, see, when motherfuckers started getting locked up and murdered, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. Yo, Sha, yo, Sha, I'm, yeah, I'm, exactly, I'm 100. Exactly. But they started getting exactly. murdered. Then when even when I started Pepsi and Cowboy and myself, we started. We was just like this one on the one and two. Um, right. Say we owe. Say no real rhyming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, right. Right. Yeah, so, so, so people come on your show and they be lying like they was out there rhyming at that time, right? Right, exactly. Y'all shut them down. Y'all shut them down. Got to shut them down. Oh no, we've already listen. We had, Ooh. we've had some people on this show, and we've had. That's the part of the purpose of let's talk hip hop because we're gonna talk okay. hip hop. We're gonna say okay. what it was, what it wasn't, what were the forefathers, and all those different things. And as you said, there were MCs, but they were not doing the sixteen bar. Rhyming exactly, that, not, even, not yeah. even like the ten bars. That's you know no, what I'm saying. But no. if you was there, you know it. Absolutely, you know, let, you know the the. And this is what I'm saying. When you talk about, let's say, Biggs, yeah. yourself, you know, myself, yeah. and a lot of other people in there, we are the founding members of hip hop culture. And I tell you why, because it wasn't in effect before '77. Not yeah. all the elements put together. We no, were the yeah, ones that pushed those elements together to make people recognize the art form of everything that was hip hop. Yes, I that's mean, what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, and, and if I, anybody else that wasn't there and you know they wasn't there, don't tell me that I didn't know about you because you was in a different part of town. My mom traveled; she lived in every section of the Bronx. That's what she did. She moved from this place to that place to that place. You, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But B boys and B girls traveled. If you were so you a nomadic B-boy or B-girl, that's right. 
absolutely right. And so it's funny. don't let anybody feed you with that. Yes, you know, and it's funny because absolutely because now <laughs> I you. tell people because in '77 we were doing our thing. In '76 is my with uh, Bam and the Zulu Kings, right? Right. But right, we were right. going to cool Herc parties because I went to the. I Hebo. talk about the Zulu Kings in my book. I absolutely. Mean, because I used to run into them. Absolutely. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. I talk about them. Right? And we and we were going to cool Herc parties in '75. I, was, I mean Thank myself, B. Hair Rock. You know your crew from Edenwall, so which you is know, so Artie you know Choke and all the crew. Right? Yeah, you know Artie right? and Shawnee Dawn so in the mob. It. That's right. Artie Choke, Herbie Man. Herbie Man. Herbie Project. Matthews. That's right. That's right. Exactly. And we were all going to Herc parties. That's where we'd meet up. Or we were going exactly. to parties at Edenwall Center back in those yes, days. There and, it goes. And, you know, we we dance and then we fight and <laughs> fight and dance. And, and we, it, were, we were from downtown. Exactly. You, you travel from, you know, uptown, and then I traveled from uh, downtown to go uptown because I went to school in Evander, so Edenwall was my stomping ground because a lot of my friends went to Evander, and that's Mutsi lived in it. Um, exactly. Edenwall. Did, did right. Mutsi run Absolutely. track? No, no. It was a crew, no. it was a crew uptown that ran track and Mac, what's her name? Mac? Mackie, Mutsi's sister, Mackie. Well, Mutsi, yeah, man, I think Mackie did. Now, see, now, see, Biggs is coming back to you. Yeah. <laughs> so now, Mutsi, Mackie, and all of the females from Uptown Bird, Bird, Liberta, yeah. all of them, right? They were cystic disco. They were like my hype crew. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That would know all my rhymes or know, you know, the, the funky four rhymes and it would travel wherever we we, we were. Absolutely. But let's let's just let's just story let's also tell the story like of, of let's say Bam. Because this is history. I don't care what nobody say. The thing is is that with Bam, Bam had formed an alliance with Breakout. Right. Him and Breakout was very close. It was That's cool. true. Alliance, Breakout was cool. Right, he had formed the alliance with the funky four. Nobody could really go into Bronx River like that. You understand what I'm saying? So what Bam did was Uptown wasn't coming to Bronx River, and Bronx River really wasn't coming up to Uptown. Nope. Bam formed an alliance with Breakout to bring Uptown to Bronx River, and in return, Bam brought his crew Uptown. So we would follow Bam. Bam would follow Breakout's crew. We would follow Flash. Flash would follow, started following Bam, the, the, the Zulus, and all of that. So it was like only like three major, you know, uh, uh, crews really at that time that were following each other. It was the, the Bam and the Zulus, of uh, 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 um, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, and it was the Funky Four. But anybody to say anybody else in the Bronx was holding it down, that's not true. Yeah, that's yeah. not true. And the reality, not true. because Herc, and, and I mean, the, the premier name in the very beginning was Herc. We all know that. But Herc, we if everybody remembers... That. Got stabbed, I remember her and right. that is right. when Herc right. fell away from it. You know what I mean? His his popularity waned. He's still Herc. Herc is who he is, but his right. popularity changed, and that's when, of course, Flash break out up right. here uptown, and, and, and right. of course, and his popularity bam. changed because yeah. Herc didn't play. Yes, he played James Brown's, but Herc didn't have the MCs. We were no. transforming, right? Exactly. Right? Thank we were you. going into a different form of, of, you know, rhyming and all of that stuff. And Thank the you. music and, and the DJs were DJing, you know, because Clark Kent used to be on it. And Clark Kent, you know, I'm not trying to be funny. Nobody don't want to talk about it. But he held Herc down. 
Oh, yeah. no, without a doubt. I, story. I was yeah. there. People yeah. don't know that story, right? Johnny? Yeah, yeah that's very right. true. I know, so I know when Clark Kent wasn't even down. That's how come I always say, everybody's talking about throw out that. I always go back to this, that 73 flyer. And that 73 flyer that everybody see, that shit is bullshit because Clark know. Kent is on I that know. flyer. And Clark Kent wasn't even down with them at that time. I no. know. No. I know. I know. But, even, I don't but, remember. But you couldn't me, even break dance at a Cool Herc party. I used to go break dance at the Cool Herc party, but when in 73, it was in 76. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That was 75, 76. I'm talking about when Herc first hit the scene because the older cats in Bronx River, they were big Herc fans. Yeah. And we used to always right, beef right. with them. Who was it? Yeah. You know, we used to always beef with them. Like he was like, oh, cool. used to break up Herc's parties. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and and at that time when he you he did not have break dances. You know what I'm saying? But, he, he had, but when he got the nigga twins down, you were there, right? Exactly. But but okay, but 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 he didn't have break dances. But who followed him was keeping Kevin the nigga twins. Right. So they were sort of kind of representative of Herc. Yeah, so and now, Clark, let's, and let's Clark, because he hung out but with them. You know but see, that's True. that came seventy-five. Exactly. Yeah, not seventy-three. Not seventy-four. Right, right. But 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 then but let me y'all know the deal, and let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? Y'all my brothers. I y'all was out there with me. Y'all know the deal, right? Yes. So people had like 45, 46 years to to learn everybody's stories, read on the internet, and talk to y'all, engage in the in the stories, and get information. To sort of kind of retain it as their own. You mm, understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I have a problem with because if you if you wasn't there, and I'm not taking nothing from nobody, but the thing is, don't get up there and lie. And when you you ask me, what's hip hop? Then don't lie about hip hop. If you yeah. wasn't there, you didn't feel what was going on from this inception of the culture. Don't get up there and lie because it's disrespect, um, disrespectful to anybody that was on that front line. Yeah, and you, you know change their timelines so too, and you change their timelines as well. When you do it, exactly. You know, and like, anybody in the Bronx that coast, I know me, we was you and you, me and Biggs, we was on a thread one time. But one of the things, yeah. this is why I respect y'all, <laughs> yeah. because it's no matter what, how good of friends you are with somebody, y'all never, just like myself, allow anybody to say something that is not true. Because once you do that, you become a part of the problem. Yes, and right, then the, yeah. that's when it starts turning around. Yeah. So what I found in life, I was there. You know, at the yeah. point, I'm not going to tell nobody other story before 76 because I don't, I don't know. Exactly. So I'm honest about it. Yeah, but exactly. I know I can prove what I say. So can you? I know your, I, I, I don't know all your story, but I know you was there on that front line, big. I know Charlie was on that front line. Absolutely. You understand what I'm saying? This is because we knew people. each other, but and that's that's the whole exactly. thing. I have explained exactly. to people on a numerous occasions, right? Because people, it's right. not, and I know several of the people that you're talking about, <laughs> and we get a lot of stuff yeah. with that, especially with the b-boy, and they're talking about, well, we was doing this and this and that and the other, especially Man, a lot of his family. And I'm like, come listen, here's the jump off. It was a small fraternity and sorority. You know what I mean? Thank like you. it was small. Thank you. And everybody Thank went you. to everybody else's spots. So even and if we were family, exactly, we were family. Either we saw you, or if you was really making noise, we definitely exactly. heard about you. It's like, yo, you know, they got homeboy over there. He's a bad boy, and you're trying to find him because you want to go off against Thank him to, you. to test yourself. Thank you. If it's MCing, we are yo, shorty's making. I told you the story with Sean them. We heard about them, and we came to the party to see them because right. they told right. us exactly. Breakout right. has some female MCs. We were like, "What? We got to so go now, see this." So now you you said that you said you you're co-signing exactly what I said. 
for 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 big like like you from uh, and I know I heard about your podcast and I was going to always do it. You know why? Because I knew that y'all was going to bring light to what the truth is, We're and tell that's facts. all we need. It's not that we we hating on anybody. Nope. It's not that we're like you know how they say old heads. That's all they do is live in the past. <laughs> that's all they do is do this. Yeah. They're, they're disgruntled. You know they're this and that. For us, it was never about the money. I'm gonna tell you why. This is why I love y'all because. Um, being an MC and being a, a DJ or being a B-boy or a B-girl or like a connoisseur of hip-hop was never um, our only choice. All exactly. of us, all of us that sitting on this, this this podcast right now had a game plan and had a plan B. And that plan B was to never sell your soul in hip-hop. So you get right. other things to make sure that you maintain the truth or whatever. And this is why you have survived so long in the world, because you didn't sell your soul just so you can just have somebody hear about you. Absolutely. Because you know what you did. So yeah. ain't nobody could take it away. No. Nobody, because you can only enhance and give them the jewels that they don't even know. It's still jewels out there. But yeah. what they do is that they listen to you. And some of them are listening now. And they're going to take <laughs> what you said. Yo, I'm, yo, I'm real. They're going to take what you said and hone it as they own because yeah. they don't have the knowledge that they were on that front line. Absolutely. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because they, they put... we never spoke on it. We never exactly. spoke up, you know? Exactly. Because nah. it was no need for us. So we thought in the Bronx, come on, y'all going to hold us down. Y'all old heads like you you are. You know, y'all going to tell the truth because y'all know what I, what we did for the culture. Yeah. Y'all know that. We were there. Don't do that. <laughs> and that's what, you they know, I have these things all the time with people, Mr. Biggs and Shaw, because they're telling me, I'm like, well, how, I said, my man, I'm telling you, hey. Because I was there. We exactly. were part of it. We saw who was exactly. there. We saw who was exactly. not. And it's all good. If you want to say this and then the other, that's cool. But all I'm going to try and tell you is there's nobody to co-sign your story. And exactly. the reality is if you are who you say you are, somebody somewhere is going to say, yeah, I remember them. I remember them. I saw Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. And if people like yourself, you and Big, yeah. that's what I'm saying. You know, and and I and I say it over and over again. I don't I don't want to sound like you know it's just redundant, whatever. But the thing is, is that that's the bottom line, and that's the bottom truth. Nobody can say you didn't hear about me because you was in this section of the box because you're forgetting that. Yeah, because if you, you were some if you, you were somebody, we was gonna find right? you. The word was gonna get out about you. But let exactly. me stop. Let me stop you right. right there for a second, Shaw, because our time is limited, and I'm not letting you okay. get away Man, without listen. telling us about that I'm book you right now, and that movie. I'm gonna tell you right now. because that's in my heart. This is what I mean. What hip hop means to you? It's in my heart. <laughs> but we want to know about that book. We want to know about the book, Shaw, and the movie, okay. baby, and the okay. movie. So, so look, I did the movie in I did the book in um uh in 2010. You know what I'm saying? I was out, you know, I did it. I was with law enforcement, but I didn't want to compromise anything, you know, being in law enforcement because I was out there. So right. I waited, I waited, I waited. Let everybody tell their stories, do what they got to do, and then I said, you know what? When I retire, I'm going to tell my story and just really go in to let people know. And um, I was talking to Charlie today, Biggs, and I was like, I'm not even trying to tell the story of hip hop because I don't know people's stories. I'm going to tell you about my inception from when I started, how I got to point A to B. That's you it. What, what is the name of the book, Sha? The book, the book is called Luminary Icon, and the mm. movie is called Luminary Icon. And that's so look, why Biggs, I introduced I you, you as there. a Luminary Icon, sister. That's, that's exactly right. why. That's right. That's right. 
So on June 1st, June 2nd, Saturday and Sunday, from 8 to 6, I'm holding a casting call for people all over the world. I just got news from some um, uh, some act audition station that we have people coming off from Georgia, you know, from White Plains, from Schenectady, New York, just to cast for the different positions. What I found out that they told me is that some people are scared to cast for the Shabbat position. They're going to do the little, little, the little, uh, um, uh, you know, the, like it's three rows. So you have a lot of the uh, kids are doing it from 8 to 12. But see, this is why I want to take it to the Bronx. And for all your Bronx listeners or anybody around the world, if you're hungry enough, you're going to go the distance. You're going to, you're going to go the distance for whatever you got. So I want you to come out there and bring it. Saturday and Sunday, June 1st. June 2nd, as many roles, it's not just, uh, you know, on the flies that may say, you know, uh, black, you know, uh, mother, black father, because that's what it is. I don't want an Indian woman coming out there, you know, trying to play my mama. I have to say specific. But it's going to be more <laughs> roles and more roles. You know, this, I will say, is that Charlie Rock is one of my consultants. I, I, I asked him to be that so he can take the essence Good move. Good of move. hip-hop or B-Boys at that time. So he's going to, I just asked him, so he's going to be one of my consultants, yes. and I'm just waiting for somebody else to confirm something. I can't tell you this about, um, you know, the director, I mean, the, the producers. I got Mr. Wave, he's coming in. Mr. Wave knows what I want. He knows my history from the New York City Breakers. Yes, he enlisted, featured in Beach um, Street, yes. by the way, along with you. Right, absolutely. And he enlisted um, a producer. So I have a producer from So You Think You Could Dance, and I have a producer from um, Survivor, the reality show. Wow. So they know what I want. They know what I want. They know how I want to portray, and I want the true essence. This is why I brought Charlie, Charlie in, you know, to, to from the, the B-boy, you know, aspect. You and know? let me let you and know that I'm, I'm just, honored. I am yeah, absolutely just, honored. But I got to yeah, ask you look, Yeah, gotta I ask you one question. Go, listen, no, 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 but I got to ask this a question. It. This important question for okay. you, Sha. Two yeah. questions. Number one, you talked about the auditions. Where are they going to be? It's going to be at 3441 Stingway Avenue in the Bronx, at the Cornerstone Middle Cornerstone Academy for Social Action Middle School. Dr. Bowman, you know, he's the principal there. He opened up this school because he's a true fan of hip-hop. He's doing a lot of things for the kids. He supports whatever I want y'all to come out. And, and while I'm auditioning, while I'm holding castings on Saturday from 8 to 6, from 12 to 4, the legendary Mighty Mighty Sasquatch system is going to be out there, free music, free, mu um, free music, free food. I want the community to come out and have fun. And I also enlisted the Black Spades for security because they are licensed security organization, you know, by the state, to make sure that we have an awesome, awesome time and a safe environment and we just have fun. So I don't want nobody out there selling nothing. I want everything free. You come and you bring food. If anybody want to donate to feed the feed the whatever, then that's what we do. But ain't nobody going to sell, sell nothing out there because it's going to be free for the community. Now, the second question, yes, where sir. can we get the book? Matt, you know what? The book, you can get it on Amazon. All I got right. it always. You can download it. You can get it on Amazon. I also have, have it as an audio book as well. So either Excellent. way, you could be in your car. You could be watching it. But let me tell you what my goal is. And I was telling, I was telling, I think I told Biggs and I t told you, Charlie. Yes. My goal is to have this movie out in about three months because I have producers that say that I could do it and they're going to work rigorously to make sure that we cast the right people, we, we take it to the Bronx first, and then we, we hit it. So I, 
Biggs, you got to come out there Saturday. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for a confirmation of somebody that's going to be out there that's that's going to you know um, help us to move forward. Um, yeah. Y'all guys know it. Yes, so I, I do, I, but I'm, I'm sworn to secrecy. Waiting. I'm sworn to huh? secrecy. You sworn to secrecy. Uh, that's right. Secrecy. Absolutely. So I we promise. Gonna, we're going to let the beast out soon because this is a, a ghost. I'm just waiting for that that to happen, and, I, and I'm excited. You know. So I did say when when you when you do put put the, the movie together and everything just make sure mm-hmm. you, you throw that that the real music that mute because homegirl missed that oh yeah hers. Uh, what's her name yeah yeah the I, one who I did the uh, uh roxanne chante yeah, she she okay, just ain't on, put that music guys, in there hold on guys hold on guys i'm coming to her defense y'all know i love y'all and y'all know i'm hip-hop yeah but okay. I, I just did an interview with a young man over um in sweden you know and he said the same thing but i say sir and this is what i say to y'all listen she told her truth. That is her truth. Okay. She didn't come from that era right, that she came right, into the music. Right, right, so you can't right, ask right. her to do hey, that. That's an excellent that's point. That's an excellent point. Yeah, she stayed truthful. That's, right? Yeah, that's an excellent point. She stayed point. truthful. Tell her truth. That's her truth. So I got to show her respect. Yeah, now, that's if she, yeah. Okay? Because check it out. If, if she would have put that kind of music in her era, y'all would have been mad. Not yeah, y'all. You got a point. People that's an excellent point. Because that's you say you don't even point. represent that area. Yeah, so you're 10 years old when that was jumping off. You weren't around. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. Your so, that's an excellent point. Back. That's her truth. That's an excellent you know? point, sis. That's an excellent point. I'm going uh, to always look out for this. I'm going to say when you're wrong and I'm going to say when you're right. That's her truth. So you can't yeah. make her go to this era that we was on, but that wasn't her era. Right. right? Okay. On that note, Shaw. Almost a decade later. So you can't expect her to do that. Right. That's fair enough. Listen. Okay. On that yeah. note, sis, man, we're going to let you go. I'm going to definitely be y'all. out there. I love you oh, more. Oh, we love you, baby, though. We love you. Yeah. You know, You know that goes listen, without saying. Listen, we, I, I, I want to do something. I, we got to do something with the old heads from the, the Bronx. You, I, um, Biggs, I talked about that with you, you know, on a financial level. And we have to do something to solidify. You you know what I talked yeah, about. Yeah, no so doubt. Let's, let's, let's make it happen, you know. No doubt. We All can right. definitely do yeah. that. All right. All right, Sean. Okay. Listen. I love y'all guys, and thank thank your audience. I thank y'all for listening and watching and hearing me rant because that's what I, I love hip hop. <laughs> Listen, none other than the legendary luminary iconic Shah Rock, the first. Let me repeat it again because she knows I know the first female MC of hip hop. Also featured in the movie Beach Street as part of Us Girls. You know, so oh, that's my man. girl. That was that was a heck of an interview that right was there. Great. That was great. It was great. Uh, this podcast has been brought to you by Mr. Biggs Wines, along with Mr. Biggs and Sons Corpse. All right. We'll be right back with Soul Sonic Biggs and Let's Talk Hip Hop. Welcome back, welcome back, Shelly. Yes, indeed. Oh, that, that was, was that interview was oh, fire, man, that my was brother. Nice. That was good. I mean, she yeah. went back. She made an excellent point about because a lot of people was saying, you know, um, I keep forgetting the girl, Roxanne Shante. I don't know why I forget. That's my girl too. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just getting yeah, old yeah. like that. Yeah. But um, it was a big thing. Like, you know, people was expecting to hear more music. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But yes. Shaw just made a, a excellent point. Like. They wasn't listening to the music. They was yeah. just That's not her record. era. Exactly. exactly. That's not her era. And, and for people who are not familiar with what we're talking about, um, the legendary Roxanne Shantae has her own 
Netflix right. uh, special that talks about her life. And Roxanne Shantae started extremely long, young as a battle rapper. And she was Actually. good, though, man. Yeah. The, the, oh, yeah. the, the movie is excellent. You yeah. Know, yeah. The movie was yeah. excellent. And, and you know what's funny? I remember the Roxanne Wars. I remember that. I was actually in the military by that time. I, you know, as she said, in a very valid point, as you just said, we were older by the time Roxanne exactly. Shantae came on the set. I'm, exactly. you know, well into my 20s. I had moved on into other things in life. And a, a huge point that Shah brought out, um, we had plan Bs. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. wasn't like we were going to depend on this for our livelihood forever or anything like that. There were other things. We had other skills, other talents, other things we were able to do. And you know, we you talked about that, Mr. Biggs, because there were some people. I mean, who, this did, it's, you know, this just happened. You know what I'm saying? So this wasn't nothing. I don't think nobody expected to be what it is today. No, no. You know what I'm saying? Like people was like living and eating and sending their kids to college and big beautiful homes off of hip hop. When we was doing it, she was just a couple of White Castle hamburgers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, you were lucky if you got a meal at the ranch after a bambada party. Yeah, exactly. That was a big thing. <laughs> I mean, some of us lucked out, you know, like we made hit records and yes. we saw the finer things in life, man. But on that note, man, talking about the finer things in life, yes, TK, what's <laughs> the wine of the week? TK, the connoisseur, is in the building. I can't lie. This is, this is, these hit, these um, interviews is dope. It's like I'm having a history lesson right now. I'm, wow. I'm a young gun in here. It's like I'm only 25, but it's like I'm having a, I'm a, it's, I'm learning history right here. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Before I get all sentimental, <laughs> <laughs> that wine of the week is that Sangua de Judah. The Devil's Blood. That's the Devil's Blood. That's what oh, that wow. means. Devil's okay. Blood. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I want to hear about that. We selling the Devil's Blood for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> selling the Devil's Blood. We got the Devil's Blood on sale. Five hundred dollar tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you, you can go up and down and depend on which one, where you want to spend your money. <laughs> where you want to drop the ticket off. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, I, wa- I want to hear about that sangua. Oh, that's sang- it's, um, it's a sweet, it's a semi-sweet red wine. Okay. So devil's blood, but still sweet. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> it's from it's from Italy. Of course, all these wines are from Italy. It's good with dessert, like a nice dessert wine, but you can also have it with red meat, seafood, or cheese. All right, all right. Well, that's it's a good. It's actually really good, man. I mean, people just go on and on about this wine, but wine is, is a funny thing, you know, because people want to pair this wine with this and pair it with that. But if you like a particular wine, that's all you drinking. You're going to drink <laughs> that wine everything. with whatever. Yeah. I don't care what you say. I, I know I ain't supposed to drink it with fish, but I'm drinking it anyway. That's what I like. That's what I like to do. That's right. Like you, That's you're right. supposed to be fish, you're supposed to drink a, a, a white wine. Yes. But people like, man, I'm drinking this wine, man. I, I don't care. Yo. <laughs> but, but TK, where can they get that uh, devil's blood? Where can they get that? Without having to actually, you know, go down Kill to the, the devil's devil. home, you know, and anything like that. I'm just saying, if you want to give us that five hundred dollars for some of that sanguine juice, <laughs> <laughs> but but if they can't afford the five hundred dollars, where can they go? You can go on Mr. Biggs and Sons Corp. dot com, or you can go on my Instagram, Mr. Biggs and Sons. My Twitter is also Mr. Biggs and Sons Corp. All right, or all just right. go to Mr. Biggs Wines. dot com and see the listings of all the stores and uh, pick up some great wine. 
We got the notification. We begin a new shipment in next week. Beginning of next week. So All right. That wine is coming. All right. All right. That sounds good. That's a, Mr. Biggs, this has been a heck of a good day. We we talked about the devil's blood. We talked about buying tickets for $500 heaven. to heaven. Talked to my girl, the luminary icon, Shah Rock, uh, part of uh, the Funky Four Plus One More. If you haven't figured it out, she was the plus one more. It's <laughs> funny, you know, when she talked about the connection with Bambada, because they did become close, we actually went to Breakout's first party. Yep. We went to in Murphy Houses <laughs> and whatnot. And Murphy Houses, for those of you who are not familiar with, you know, various places in the Bronx. Damn, Charlie, you remember everything, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that, man. And, and you know, I remember Barbara, that shit. Yeah, yeah. And we were strapped up like a motherfucker. Oh, yes, we was. Yes, we was. And Murphy Houses consists of two buildings. It's on the hill, right over there by the uh, Crossbox Expressway. It's yep. the smallest housing project of the NYCA, of the NYCHA developments. And we go, and it was called Breakout, and the voice of K.K. Rockwell, just as she said, there was no Funky Four. They didn't, ex- they weren't in existence as of yet. And I never forget that party because, first of all, it was in the room, and I tell people all the time, and Breakout laughs about it, you could have played a, a, a five-on-five basketball game in there and not bumped into anybody. That's how empty it was. <laughs> but, you know, and bam, powwow, yourself, Ahmed, it was a few of us, all went, you know, their breakout, and, and, and Bam actually brought some of his records. That's how close they were, because Bam didn't really do that with everybody. You know what I mean? But he brought break out some records. Breakout was a cool brother. Yeah, very cool. My good man. And, and a B-boy, an original B-boy as well. Yeah. That's how he got the name Breakout, you know, and things. He's somebody that would be great to interview one day on the so Let's Talk Hip Hop podcast, you know? Got to get him on. Got to get him on. We're getting all the legends, man, all the real pioneer legends. We're going to talk to everybody, man. And then we still got to reach out to the fans. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, when he got his name, the reason he got his name is because Breakout is a martial arts expert. People don't know that. He's like a, a third damn black belt or something. I never nature. knew that. Yeah. And he broke his leg. And they had an um, prom, a prom at his junior high school. It was junior high school 135. One of the things Shawrock talked about that I used to come up to, I actually lived uptown. I used to go downtown. Right. So it was the opposite direction. And we were at this prom, and Breakout had a cast on his leg. He wasn't known as Breakout. He had another name. Uh, Gumby, I believe it was. And um, he went off B-boying with the cast on his leg. Burning cats. <laughs> and that is where he got the name DJ Breakout from. Oh, man. This was a great show, Charlie. This was a chick show. Until yes, next week, man. Yes, Y'all stay safe. Peace and love. You know what, man, Biggs? They don't really know about this. Uh, this is actually off Bongo Rock with Apache and everything. This yep. is in a, in a Gata Davida. And Cash used to go off. That's yeah. right. And Cash used to go off on this record, too. You know, it's one of the lesser known ones. But if you were a B-boy, and it's funny what Shaw said and what man, you and I said. Speed this up. Oh, yeah. He used to definitely speed it up. And, you know, it's one of them things where we talk to people. If you were there, you know. And we know you were there because, again, we either saw you or heard about you. So as she said, when you talk about, well, you didn't know about me because you didn't come down that, that meant you was local and you wasn't making any noise. That's really what that meant. Sonic Biggs with Let's Talk Hip Hop, the podcast.